What it do, what it do, what it do, people. It is your boy, Andrew Schultz, host of Talk Shit to Get Off the Pod. And I'm here with the Wolfman, a.k.a. Marcus Bikini, a.k.a. The Super Producer, episode 16. Motherfucker. Alright everyone, welcome back to Talk Shit or Get Off the Pod. What a week. Mr. Goody, how are we feeling today? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. Talk to my Shiba dog and my Bitcoin. <laughs> Oof, it's been a very nice day for uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general. Hope nice. everyone who's investing, you know, you take some profits while you can. I always encourage people to take some profits. Or profies, is that how you call it? <laughs> uh, you know, you know, if if you're going to do that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you can always hold long term. That's also a good play, too. But uh, I like to uh, take some profits on the way up. And then when it dips again, you know, throw it back in. Ooh, ooh, the dip. Don't yeah. put your stink on it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kind of in a dilemma right now, to be honest, because, you know, like, besides the, the little Shiba dog, uh, mm-hmm. all the crypto I'm in, I was planning on just holding right right but now this shit is gangbusters bro yeah dude like i every like i look at the the, because like sometimes when you look at the one day it can be like kind of like volatile yeah i'm like okay up up like 500 on the day let's see what the week uh oh up up a a g on the week that's just the last seven days it's like oh uh, I don't even want to talk about it uh, on the month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear you, dude. Yeah, no, it's, um, you, you might as well hold long term, man. I think all the projects you're invested in, last time I, I, sh- I saw your, your shit, um, you can hold on, you can hold on to it for, you know. That's internal. So, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> There's a long play in all that, in all those crypto. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah. But, but it would be nice to like, well, uh, the quant had, he was, he went to the, Dodgers game, uh, game three versus the Giants, first game in LA, and he's like, hit me up. He's like, yo, uh, any good bets you see? Because he knows, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. Mr. B- Mr. Bookie on the side, you know, uh, Mr. Bookie two shoes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I just looked at it, and we like we did like uh, the Dodgers and the over, and we came up. We were both thinking the under, but uh, we came up with the over. Because I was like, dude, just think about it. Though. You're going to be in the stadium. They start hitting home runs and everybody's going crazy. You're not going to be able to enjoy it as much. That's and he's true. like, he goes, that's a good point. Good point. So we took the over, but Dodgers ended up losing anyways. So we would have lost either one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But they lost uh, game three. I thought they won game. Nah. They split in San Francisco and then they lost one nothing. game oh, three. Oh, I'm thinking this series. Yeah, yeah. no, no. This is the yeah. Giants, San Francisco. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, what I was getting to was, uh, I so I just to make it quick, and I didn't have to pay any fees. I I pushed seventy five dollars from my Bitcoin stash, yeah, uh, uh, to my sports book. Yeah, man. Might as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't turn <laughs> you wanted, but yeah, <laughs> it's all good, man. It's gonna pop, man. I feel like Bitcoin. No, oh yeah. 100k end of the year maybe beginning of the year but who knows man all i know is um if we keep going parabolic uh, i'm not mad at that i know i told my co-worker booty um that uh it was gonna go to 100k by the end of the year and yeah. he like he's like today was the third time he tells me as if it's news he's like you know what they're saying rookie it could go to $100,000 by the end of the year. I was like, yeah, I told you that six months ago. Get out of here. Yeah, that's hilarious. He's like dropping you, dropping knowledge on you all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, a lot of people were doubting it, but I don't know. Dude. It's, it's looking more realistic every day. So yeah. let's do it, man. All right, let's uh, let's rattle off these uh, therapy questions. Did you, did you get a chance to look them over? Kind of contemplate what your answers are 
you know, just like um, therapy, I just bottle shit down and just don't take care of it at all. <laughs> Sad. I have those tendencies as well. No, I'm but I want. Um, yeah. So the first one is which family member do I resemble the most, and why? You want to go first? Uh, no. No. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll go first. I was um thinking of. You know, there's a lot of similarities that I have to my dad um, in terms of just uh, personality, personality-wise, kind of just low-key, um, uh, kind of not so talkative, can be social in certain situations. But um, but I was really thinking of my uncle, uh, who's, uh, I think, one of the most creative people, but really never had a chance to, like, uh, really explore his talents as a painter. And he does these really cool collages with like different types of paints and mediums and all that. But uh, you know, he just had to grind. Like he's from Ecuador and had to come here, started working, like did some stuff on the side just for fun as a passion. But it just slowly like died out. And I feel for him because I feel like he's really talented and can do stuff like that on on a bigger scale if he wanted to, if he had the opportunity. But uh, yeah, shout out to my my few order. Yeah, he's very talented. What was his name? Orle. Uh, Orle? Orle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool dude. Very uh, warm. That's what I told the waiter. Orle. Orle. Yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 you, you got an answer? Uh, shit, I don't know. Family member do I resemble the most? Um, Like, me and my dad look exactly the same when we were babies. We both had, like, toe blonde hair oh yeah yeah and uh hazel eyes but we both became brown haired or brunette is that the right word for uh, for or a male what if i'm not gender conform <laughs> but uh whatever it is uh yeah that happened but my mom was blonde and my dad was blonde when he was a kid so you have your personality traits or... uh yeah i think like uh, i don't know I mean, I, I think this is more nurture more than, than it is nature. Like, as in, like, uh, I'm, like, like my dad because, like, he was, like, my guru. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, and, okay, so I got 40 first cousins on my mom's side. 40 first cousins. I got 18 aunts and uncles. Uh, yeah. And on my dad's side, zero. Dang. In both categories. All three categories. Are you tight with your mom's side of the family? Like, are you? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, they're like, um, how do I say this? Uh, Catholic freaks. (laughs) (laughs) You might have. Yeah, yeah. Barrier uh, in terms of like uh, connecting on like level or socializing. No, they love me. They, you, you, you love me. You know it. You know it. Um, but no, they just like some. Yeah. Family group text. Well, actually, uh, group email, and then, like, and I clapped back in, like, a uh, very, um, I thought, clever way on a on a reply all. Right, right. And, uh, oh, man, did it, it get salty in there. I'm, like, like somebody was, like, lose, like, somebody, like, like in the, in the, in the inner family was, right. like, lose my email, Andy. Uh, like to uh, the reply all and i was like what i was like you guys emailed me (laughs) but but what was cool though is uh my dad like he was on the thread and so he was like hitting reply all like uh, hey guys you know everybody's got their own opinion um and uh but meanwhile he's texting me like to my phone and he's like what the fuck why would you do this to your mom Why would you put her in this situation? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Why are they why are they sending me emails? I mean, come on. If you got goodie in the in the email chain, everything. Ooh. Dude, there's only so much I could take. There's a video, there's a video and someone I won't even, I won't even hint who it was. Was talking about that how they're married to Jesus over and over. That that was their husband. Yeah. And I just felt like that was weird. <laughs> that's all i said yeah i think uh we take that uh 
like we were we were joking before how the therapy route where we suppress everything my family tends to do that you know and then <laughs> kind of just go on the side which kind of leads into this next question saying uh how often do i judge people and what is the true price i pay for these judgments um dude, i mean the way i grow up very grew up very religious uh i mean I think judging is just a part of the culture you know you're supposed to be a certain way think a certain way behave so I don't know that <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah man i don't know i i had definitely have family members who are very judgy and rubbed off on me when i in my youth and as i've gotten older yeah kind of realized life is fucking hard man uh i don't know you gotta figure out your own path everyone has their own way uh yeah. but what price I pay? Yeah. About it later. All right, I guess I'm too harsh. Yeah. What price do you pay for your judgy ass judgments? I mean, yeah, like I said, I feel about it about it later, and then I judge myself. I know. Like I'm thinking, like, are you missing out on opportunities? Like, cause you're like, cause like I remember uh, when I was at the residential therapy, mm-hmm. uh, people are coming and going. You know, everybody's like on a different. Um, timeline uh but every time somebody new came i'm like who the fuck is this and even when i got there first person i saw i'm like who the fuck is that and uh but every time i uh, that happened those those people like you know the next day were like hey like they're like still to this day like my like really really, really close friends so oh that's awesome man <laughs> i know but like i had to be in a therapeutic setting <laughs> i got to uh to get over the who the fuck are you but yeah <laughs> wait so you would literally say that to as soon as no like i'm like just thinking it. i'm I probably like I, a lot of times i've noticed this too when i'm like walking out of the office uh-huh. like just get out out of the goddamn office like uh for like a breather cigarette maybe um i i'll like start talking out loud but to myself <laughs> as I uh, like I'm like mother because like I said I'm like like on the phone right like or like in an office like with like a bunch of people around so uh you know it's like I'm thinking about something but I have to like you know verbalize it yeah I can't say there's so, there's all these like different blockades of like me being a, like I mean I do say crazy shit on the floor like let's not get it twisted but you know just you know I'm like all right I gotta get out of here then I'm just like repeating like or just like thinking it over my head but i'm actually saying it out loud and i had to like check myself like i'd been doing it for a while i think without even noticing oh yeah that's hilarious dude has anyone clocked you for it like or like noticed like dude what's you all right (laughs) no well now i have like my headphones in um almost always because it's such a pain in the ass to like to take them off take them on like put them on and I got to wear a headset for work or I don't have to, but I do for like the phone. Um, so now when I'm walking, maybe they just think I'm on the phone. Yeah. So he pulls up, you pull it off. It's like, oh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just taking a phone call. He's not talking. <laughs> he's not talking to himself like a crazy person. I've been on the app too long. <laughs> yeah. It's rubbing off on you. It's got a residual effect on you. Um, so would you make it a point to like get to know that person? Like if someone when you're doing your residence, they're feeling like, oh, like who the fuck is this? I need to establish a connection. Nah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's who's who is this person? Uh, yeah, but no, I was never confrontational at all to anybody ever. Like, um, but I just like you know, I like I would get in my chi, you know, like in my zone, in my zen, um, like, and chilling by my Buddha, and all of a sudden I got a newcomer in. And, you know, and then, you know, the, like the 80 year old woman who, uh, was like my grandma just left. So I'm pissed, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, that's how it is. Like, it's just like, but, uh, no, like I, once after a while, like, you know, I just got used to it, but we, I took, we took that place over. Yeah. Yeah. You're a disruptor, man. How could you not? (laughs) I know. All right, dude. All right. Let's uh, wrap it up. The one more question. Uh, what do I usually think about when there are no distractions? You have like a place you go to when uh, by yourself, got no distractions. Maybe a cigarette break or something like that. Uh, uh, 
for me i uh when there's no distractions i tend to think about all this shit that i need what yeah the answer is masturbate homie <laughs> that's the right answer. i mean that's a true answer right but um well maybe that's on the list too who knows just gotta knock it out and then continue with the rest of the list i don't know though what you do like candlelights and all that uh oh yeah 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 uh but no uh adam carolla on love line used to say like uh you know like you know who's not like winning at life is the guy who like jerks off every morning because then it's over after that you know your day's over (laughs) so you gotta you gotta just like you you know you gotta what what is the you know Mm, well that's that's a little maddie mccani well they were that was the opposite though right that was like to clear your your mind and to like get focused no yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. it was like jerking off like yeah yeah yeah. no i think that was the cocaine (laughs) yeah that that was doing the bulk of the work yeah yeah um yeah dude i mean i just think about uh, yeah a lot of shit that i should be doing and sometimes that's helpful so i can just choose one thing and then do some deep work um yeah i don't know what about meditate you? dude like i'm telling you like what's really cool about meditation i it like it's like a mental hurdle like i had to get over it like uh it didn't take very long because i was just like inundated like fucking you're gonna meditate bitch uh but um no i just had like really good like guidance but uh once you get over it like you just like it doesn't have to be a big deal like i i have this one it's i do it for three minutes and then like you just feel like you like almost like kind of like you know like hit like the reset button right yeah man i mean i've i wish i've I'm, i've been more consistent with it i've never really there's parts of like that hurdle that you're talking about there's like this guilt that i have i'm like oh i should be doing something else rather than just sitting and mm-hmm. yeah. but like that's exactly like what you're supposed to just like you can acknowledge that thought that you have but then just you know, yeah Dinner, you know because yeah and yeah dude and 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 it, it's intimidating when it's like oh it just takes practice blah 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 it's like when people tell me that about yoga and then i go to yoga and yeah. and they're and they're trying to make me meditate after like um like i'm about to like die because i like just from like whiplash like just to, like looking at the instructor what do i do what do i do um, and they're like, okay, now breathe. I'm like, what? Why didn't we just do this the whole time? Like, fucking meditate. What was your longest stretch of meditating? Like one session. Uh, uh, okay, that's bullshit shit. All right, um, first of all, probably like an hour. Um, but, um, Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. my spiritual guru, he like clowns like these people who are like on a retreat there to like go see him like staying at the place for like a weekend and he like gets on the stage and his like little british accent clowns this like people he's like i've seen and i'm not gonna do the british accent but he's like i've seen some of you out there um he's like in your like a lotus he didn't even call it lotus he's like in he like motions like heather sit like indian style whatever it is called it's applesauce um but uh he goes and, and, and you're quite good at that. Um, and he's like out there for hours. Um, he's like, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where he like got into like the um, mini meditations. That's what he does. It's like, and that's kind of like what we're saying. Like, you're like, you're not waiting for anything anymore. Like, you know, when you push that button on the elevator, mini meditation time, check in with your body, you know, get present, uh, take, a, take some breaths. Like, and you do that like consistently throughout the day and that's better than just like one long ass three hour meditation where you're not doing shit yeah yeah so what do you think about i I mean i've heard about like transcendental meditation tm where it's like very focused like you're supposed to be like actually like you focus your thoughts on certain aspects of your life and that's supposed to be what's supposed to be longer longer sessions but apparently there's like levels to it but oh there's levels levels but is that bullshit then no um i did some of that but it was uh, i had a hypnotherapist oh. and so it was yeah it was it was like definitely uh what you're exactly what you're describing 
to hypnotize a baller <laughs> to hypnotize a baller and i went in with an open mind and i walked out with an exploded mind Ooh, okay so you got your third eye going and all that <laughs> now nah, it's it's not as like crazy as you think it's crazy the experience but it's not as crazy if like i was to describe it you know to some of these topics man we got some good ones here obviously crazy week for crypto um and we're also finding out that fucking coinbase is now partnering up with the mba now we already knew that mark cuban is like a huge advocate for dogecoin he's already had like over twenty thousand transactions done with doge um for like merch for the mavericks and all that what are your thoughts where do you think this uh what, what does this do for crypto and for Coinbase? Listen, listen, Mark. I'm calling you out. You're strapped to a dead horse. Like your team is a dead horse that you got on your jersey. The Mavericks. <laughs> Doge, bro. Come, get out of there. You know, what, you, know, you know what a real dog looks like? It's a Shiba coin. They got to they got to stitch that into the logo. They got to rebrand, rebrand to Shiba. See what happens. White boy rebrand. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I think it's gonna be fucking cool to have uh, crypto just be like they're even gonna incorporate it into like NBA two K. Like if they have tournaments and shit, like they'll get paid in uh, crypto, possibly Bitcoin. Also. I know that Sacramento Kings were one of the first teams to do it. It kind of makes sense since they're up north. Um, yeah, and their owner, I think, is like out of Silicon Valley, right? Right, exactly. So, like, like, like I said, that's why it makes sense. Like, yeah, adopted one of the first teams to adopt it. Right. Uh, I think they're offering their players like a portion of their salary to be paid in Bitcoin. What? Yeah, if they want to. That's a Sacramento move. That's a Sacramento <laughs> move. Do not. Do not. Do not. <laughs> eject, eject, eject. If you want to just take the money and then buy some Bitcoin, right. cool. why why do you need them dishing it out to you? Fuck that. What are other athletes doing it? I think there was like um possibly with the Eagles, uh like a O lineman or something. Maybe like uh, in like twenty seventeen, he like asked for half of his check to be um paid in, in crypto in Bitcoin. And I'm sure Get yourself a wallet like a grown ass man. I don't even have a wallet. I'm talking about crypto. <laughs> you just operate in money clips if it's gonna be fiat. <laughs> money clips when I drips. Yeah, yeah. So what well, I think it's a, a great move for Coinbase. I think um it's just gonna bring more awareness to crypto and all other projects as well. So I mean I think this bull run's gonna go even longer if they start to partner up like that. So Oh, uh, for for Coinbase. Uh for crypto. Oh, uh, crypto. I see. Yeah. yeah, I did like that they uh, were like, "Oh, start using some um, crypto, such as uh, oh, Coinbase is a place to buy some crypto, like such as Bitcoin and Ethereum." I'm like, "That's right." Put some respect yeah. on yeah, those... it. <laughs> yeah. We called it. Well, we now. Have... Yeah, Coinbase is also partnering up with Facebook. Who's also rebranding? Did you hear about this? Uh, yeah, I I, I didn't like read into it, but I thought it was like, I thought I was reading the Onion. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh it's kind of hilarious that they're you know the main reason is because of all the scrutiny they've been um, facing the past like past couple of years. Um, I I don't know, like I think it's dumb. Um, is but, it the parent company that they're changing? Because like Google, they became Alphabet, but it's still Google. But Alphabet is like the parent company that owns like all of the entities. Maybe, yeah, it may, might be the parent company then. Because it's like, how are you gonna get rid of the name Facebook? Well, like, like for the app, for the social app, but yeah, I think you're right, the parent company. It's like that's. I feel like it's still too much brand equity, right? Like that to just like ditch Facebook. It's I like, mean, it's like, bro, it's over after that. 
it's probably like a, a it's in the dictionary probably or some shit like i don't know like it's gotta be yeah yeah urban urban dictionary at least oh uh, city boys up <laughs> city boys up um but yeah apparently they're also working on uh have you heard of the metaverse what they're trying to do yeah 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 metaverse not up <laughs> i mean i've heard like people talk about this like it's i don't know it's I, it doesn't interest me at all i'm just like um i, I don't know i guess you, they just slap in a title on something that already happens <laughs> i guess so I, I just i don't know man i don't know what they're trying to do like they're making first they're making this collab with bands with the fucking cameras on the sunglasses and uh, shit fucking i spy up in this bitch uh, and then now with the metaverse, I mean, their whole angle is that they want to, um, yeah, I mean, as you can imagine, they just have a virtual world where you can, like, go to work, go to school, do all these things. Um, pretty dystopian. Very Ready Player One. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is what the metaverse is. Metaverse is a broad to, oh, okay, here we go. It's a broad term. It generally refers to shared virtual world environments which people can access via the internet. The term can refer to digital spaces which are made more lifelike by the use of virtual reality or augmented reality, VR, AR. Some people also use the word metaverse describing gaming worlds in which users have a character that can walk around and interact with other players. There's also a specific type of metaverse which uses blockchain technology. In these, users can buy virtual land and other digital assets using cryptocurrencies. I mean, there's a big market for that. There's already a couple of crypto projects that are uh, in the works. Boom, you know, like Fortnite, all those fucking... Right. Um, those gaming companies, I feel like there's, yeah, there's a play there for... Um, for uh, um, there's a market there, I should say. Right, but I mean, okay, did we not already know? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's why I didn't put it in the notes. I just mentioned it. Oh, okay. But you slipped it in there on me. Yeah, like my old boss who, you know, RP, no, not RP, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Godspeed, homie. Um, but he, if we didn't put some on the agenda, he would just like try to flex on, a, on us, like in the team management meeting. And he'd be like, oh, not on the agenda, can't talk about it. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. That's freaking, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, nth degree. Oh, yeah, but but I, towards the end there, we would just clap back at him if he would bring anything up. It wasn't, like, he'd just say something. We're not even in a meeting. I'm like, oh, not on the agenda, homie. <laughs> Look, were you using any of that child psychology? Ooh, 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 yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, a little bit, like, um, just because, like, I always knew, uh, just, like, just a quick example, anytime I would bring a deal to this guy, it doesn't matter if it was, like, to what, 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 like, you know, like, like he would just, like, no. Yeah, and, yeah. and I would just, I just have it baked in already, he was going to say no. So I'd always have, like, I wouldn't come with the full disclosure, if you will, um, and then I'd just be like, you know. What about this? <laughs> and then it's like, all right, all right, all right. You but make it. You I, make but it I didn't change anything. I just like, I just like, you know, sold them a little bit harder, but like with a different angle. Well, yeah, the article that we're referring to um, was talking about how like, you know, for example, well, it's talking about child psychology, but this example is talking about a parent and a child that's raining outside. Child wants to go out and play. And they basically turn the situation around so that it makes it so that the child understands or, or feels like they made a decision for themselves. And I feel like that, if you can work that into your workplace, especially with your boss, um, to make them feel like they're, Oh, it was their de decision to empower you, to promote you, to go with an idea or project that you were selling to them, that that could, Oh, that would pay off in dividends in every, in every aspect of your work life. Oh yeah. Not, not even just your boss, but, um, uh, also your coworkers. Uh, you know, it's like empowering those people, you know, but you're like actually the one who's like getting stuff done that you need to get done. So it's just like, I don't know. It's like a 
you get multitudes of returns. Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah, I'm gonna try some of that. Uh, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, treat your boss like a child. <laughs> yeah, why not? A um, man, baby, or a woman, baby. I'm I'm the boss, baby. Boss, baby, three big diapers, big money. <laughs> we need to pitch that to someone. Yeah. Oh, dude, I did the uh, the Snapchat um uh filter where it turns you into a baby. Yeah. And I was like, I was at work, so so that's where I came up with that one. I took that and like, but it's like a video, so I'm just like, ha ha ha, like just doing crazy laughs, but I'm a baby, and I sent it to my family. And my, my, my sister was like, my sister was like, oh my God, this is so fucking creepy. Like, like, uh, but yeah. Yeah, we'll include some audio. If you send me the video, I'll throw that clip in here. <laughs> Dude, it's not good. It's only good on the visuals. Like, because it is psychotic shit. It's like the Joker, like, just, <laughs> like, as a baby. Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, boss, man. Boss Baby 3. Boss Baby 3. Um, I like that you did. You dropped in the the seven foot tall Harambe. This is actually. I wish we had uh, the Iron Ape himself. Just Ooh. maybe we we throw in a clip, call him up. I mean, I don't know. It's just been going on with him, but um, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, do you know the artist's name? I'm actually gonna pull up the article. See if like, so so in Wall Street there is the the charge in uh, where is it exactly? Like, uh, is there it's a certain? On Wall, street? It's on Wall Street. There's a statue of a bull. Uh, you might have seen it. You might have seen it. And so, like, what it what it symbolizes is a bull market, which means the market's going up, 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 uh, versus what they call a bear market, which is a uh, it's like where the stock market's going down. Right, right. So the bull is like good luck, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. This isn't the first time this has happened. I mean, this is being there. Uh, not the ape. Oh, uh, there was like a child uh, that somebody put up like right in front of the uh, the bull's mouth or something. I forget. Um, but yeah, so Harambe. First of all, you apes. Didn't he get shot in the head? Yeah, he got shot. Since <laughs> so, what are we doing? homage king kong how many times has king kong been shot he's still stomping on tokyo (laughs) not on the podzilla not on me harambe was real though (laughs) oh king kong's not ask denzel (laughs) um well i don't know i I mean i'm looking at the image now i like it i'm all about it you know i i mean it's pretty cool it's dope i like it um I, I, i i i it was just, uh, let me see, AP Network Founders. Couldn't you get Donkey Kong up in there? That'd be dope, too. Donkey and Diddy Kong combo. Ooh. Ooh. Just attacking the bull? Yeah. With, like, a, with, like, dressed up as matadors? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think it's dope. I think it's a cool image. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they're going to take it down soon enough. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure the apes are going nuts for it. They're loving it. Apes are always going nuts, bro. Apes together strong. It's the only way forward. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Let's. So, what else we got in the doc? Are you watching this? Uh, the show on Squid Game. Uh, Squid Game. Squid Game. No. Uh, but I've heard so much about it. So, I have you watched it? Uh, I've seen three episodes. Um, it, was it was it in preparation for? No, I was already watching it. But <laughs> when I heard about like the earnings report, um, yeah, I saw that. Pretty wild. So um, Netflix's earnings uh, almost double as they released Squid Game. They also released what was it? Uh, Sex Education and Money Heist, which also are contributing factors to like uh, the earnings report they released. Have you ever watched that? No, I haven't seen any of those. It's a, uh, it's, it's like out of Spain, but it's dubbed in English. Okay. Um, someone I know, she has seen every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and, and good, she likes it. I mean, I'm. Oh yeah, she's like 
binged it. And, like, I just couldn't take it anymore because they're just, like, up in these buildings holding them up, like, for decades. <laughs> no, I don't know about decades. But, no, it's just, like, I don't know. And, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, just according to this article, you know, in the final three months of the year, um, well, sorry, let me see. Netflix reported earnings of $1.44 billion or uh, $3.19 cents a share. Well, ahead of the street consensus forecast of $2.50 a share and up 83% from last year. So for the three months ended in September, Netflix said revenue rose 16% um, last $7.5 billion. A lot of money being made. And since they released um, Squid Game. Squid Guy? <laughs> yeah, since they released Squid Game, it's gearing uh, up to be the biggest TV show ever. They have nearly $900 million dollars. I, I read that quote, the biggest TV show ever. I just I, I had to like, just it was Trump saying it in my head. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the motions then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what, is, what else did I say? What other stats we got here? Nearly 900. Yeah, so Squid Game could bring in nearly $900 million for Netflix, more than 40 times its cost of production. Wow. Um and I think they're expecting to add in the final three months of the year, they're expecting to add 8.5 million new subscribers and generate about $7.71 billion. I mean, these numbers, like, are this is all stuff they're reporting? Or is there, like, a, they get audited and they're like, like, what's what's the deal? Yeah, I mean, they're publicly traded, so it, they, they have to, these are earnings reports uh, that, like, a lot of, I guess all these companies have been releasing them uh they are like am i wrong uh, say that again you were breaking up um i thought they didn't share streaming numbers uh like it, for like yeah special how many specials or, I, I thought that was all like that data is proprietary um yeah i don't know what the rules are on that um i feel like that they can't be putting like fake numbers out there that's like uh it's like that's a trump move where he would like say that like some some people oh do we only have two of these suites left you know like in the tower um when they're actually like over half of them are empty uh <laughs> so he raised the price on them but then when tax man came around he would say oh i didn't have anybody in the building uh i i took a loss which he always did he always takes the l he just loves taking the L every day, uh, but the L train, homie. Uh, but uh, so, so yeah. So then, so then he can just—it's a tax write-off. Yeah, I, I'm sure Netflix can't do the same. You know, they got shareholders and all that shit. So yeah, that's, uh, right. that's right. See, yeah, he's private. <laughs> private Pinocchio. <laughs> private Pinocchio. He, he, here, here for duty. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I feel like, I mean, Squid Game's a dope show. I, I just recommend that you see it. Very dystopian. Um, premise is like, you know anything about it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I guess the people might know, but uh, basic premise is like, you know, there's a company or this uh, entity that. Uh, you're, about uh, to, you're about to explain Squid Game on them? Well, should I or no? I don't know. <laughs> they get enough pub they get enough pub like i mean how much money did we have to throw at netflix like i just i just gave them 16 more dollars fair enough fair enough and, and the quant he sold all his shares really quant is back baby the quant is back in action his his regulations are done and he is trading again and guess what he did first move it was it was amongst other moves Netflix, bye bye, bye like, bye. Like you're blowing them up on this <laughs> full disclosure. You know, it is what it is, I guess. Hey, hey full disclosure. He that's he has to do that where he works. He has to like get it. His his he's already he's pre-approved. Yeah, I like that. Okay, yeah. I'm <laughs> back in trading. Yeah, we have yet to have him on the pod. Uh, we gotta figure out a time. Yeah, we'll make it happen. All but right. I like my quant to like you know do math and not necessarily talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right. Uh, well, do we want to talk about uh, if we're staying on the Netflix train? Um, do we want to speak on on uh, Dave Chappelle's special? Um, do you uh, did you watch it? I did watch it. Yeah. All right, so, so uh, I mean, this shit blew up. Like, is it still on Netflix? Yeah, it's still on. I mean, uh, actually, so like the reason they couldn't, they like decided to release it and everything. I mean, they signed him for four specials. No, I know. Well, they have to contractually; it has to be on. It's still on there. Yeah, they're not pulling. Oh, not pulling out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's make this baby. Um, what did you think uh, about it? I mean, look, I, I thought Dave, Dave Chappelle to me, like you know, one of the greatest. But he does have this. Um, he does have this issue or, or like uh, obsession with uh, like the trans movement. And I, he kind of came across as just like very um, like an old man, kind of just being grumpy and talking about this, you know? Like, I think you can make fun of anything, really. Like, if you're going to make jokes, you can make jokes, but there has to be a joke there, you know? And it's got to be funny. And uh, for me, you know, this, he's, he spoke on this like this subject keeps coming up in every in every special he has, and I think there's a lot, <clears throat> there's plenty of other shit you could be talking about and making fun of in the world, you know. Um, so to me, I don't know. I thought there were some good bits in there. Um, I don't necessarily think this is just my opinion, but like, and I sometimes feel weird about talking about it because just because like maybe I'm not as educated and I don't know issues and how like you know. Has to suffer by um, a special like this or this certain types of language. Um, I don't think it's like gonna cause people to, you know, die or anything. You know, this is he's a comedian at the end of the day. He's making jokes. I do think it's a little weird that he keeps talking about it in front of it. Um, some of the like support for the turf movement, which I am not also too familiar with, but my understanding that you know it's really problematic for him to be throwing support behind the church um which is like what's this what's this stand for it's like uh hands and i forget exactly yeah, that's why i kind of don't want to talk about it i need to know more about the subject i need to do my research a little more because it's like you know I wanna... okay how about this how about this listen up y'all here we go again ring the bell Spectacle. Uh, so, the Wolfman mentioned that. Uh, who's touring with Dave Chappelle? Oh, that's right, Joey. <laughs> Joey Bag of Donuts himself. D- this is how toxic you are, Joey. This is how toxic you are. You you broke our our, our America's best comedian, the world's best comedian. Jesus Christ! And now now. Not only am I coming for you, Joey. Joey, uh, Marcus, I'm calling his shot for him. He's coming after you, Chappelle. That's right. And we'll go on. We'll we'll, we'll pack crowds. Everybody vaccinated. City boys up. Sit your, up. You don't even want that tour with your geriatric asses. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean. I, yeah, Joe Rogan's another one. He's just obsessed with it too. Like, there's a lot of like uh, certain comedians that just can't. They need to speak on it, you know, and they need to like share their opinion on it. And uh, for me, it's like, uh, like I said, I want to treat people just like people. Um, and I, I don't know. There was a walkout today at Netflix. There was like an actual in LA, um, an actual like protest against it. Um, I don't know what's the next move is for Netflix or for the CEO. I forget his name. Like he <laughs> came out and supported Chappelle and all that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he said some stupid shit. People though. were saying that, you know. But I don't think that they actually did. I mean, I think they were reinstated if anyone was fired or suspended. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see if we keep. <laughs> but um 
Yeah, so, Again, so this, like... this fool, this fool uh, is not even a CEO. Here we go again. Like some Twitter shit. He's the co-CEO. His name is Ted Sarandos. So he said it was Chappelle. Yeah, Ted Sarandos. Yeah. He said it was, this is what I was saying, he said some dumb, dumb shit. Uh, he said, uh, we have a strong belief that content on screen doesn't directly translate to real world harm. What? People don't get radicalized yeah. by content on the screen? Come on, man. What are you doing then? Why is your company worth yeah. so much? Yeah, I guess I need to... That's true, man. That's like that's like when the yeah. when like I, I just yeah. It's like when Facebook's like uh, you know, digital advertising like you know it doesn't even you know it's like uh, or the algorithms they're not even like you know that great like or whatever and it's like well, why are you so profitable? Why is your digital advertising so targeted? You know it's like what are you talking about? Is is, a, is like digital advertising like a real business? Oh, I think it is. So obviously you, something's working, bro. Yeah, and people are very malleable, dude. Like, uh, you get inundated with enough shit, you know, constantly in your face. Like, yeah, you can definitely become radicalized. And yeah, for a platform like Netflix to go something like that, I mean, yeah, I can see why people are upset. Maybe I, I take back what I said. Because <laughs> I honestly, the, like, the jokes that were being made, again, weren't even like, funny. Um, and I just, again, he felt like he's like super obsessed with that topic. yeah but dude i could i give me yeah. 10 10 seconds i'll pull up some shitty stand-up like on that's on netflix that you know is not funny and says some dumb shit uh, and nobody's saying anything so you know come on like like i haven't seen it so i've just heard like extensively people's opinion and like long form um like riff yeah. on it so and then I've read about it, obviously, with this article, and then like a couple before this. But I don't know, man. To me, he, he, I don't know. Chappelle's gonna like. He's got to do way more to to take his spot from the top. Like this is what like he's in. Oh. He's he's the guy in the arena, willing to kill or be killed. You know, it's like this was bound to happen. Like you know, the cancel culture came for everybody, uh, but. Doesn't mean that what he said was right or funny, uh, but you know he like just let him deal with it. You know he's got to do something, say something. Don't you disrespect the uh, supercomputer like that? Uh, okay, all right. So where do we go from here, dude? Uh, we got one more topic. Uh, Zillow, man. How fucking wild. Zillow. You want to speak on, on on your? Uh, yeah. So do all right. So with this article. I guess uh, Marcus was surprised to hear that Zillow buys houses and sells them. Correct? Is that not news? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was, it's Zillow offers. They've only been doing it since what, 2019? Well, I mean, to me, that just seems like, a, like, did you think it's like a conflict of interest or something? I mean, I kind of feel that way. Why? I feel like, it, I mean, they're listing all the houses and then also like they, I mean, I don't know, I guess 
they're they're finding the houses first i guess but i guess it doesn't i think they're just too big of a business so like a regular person can't like find that fixer up on their own and then with themselves you know there's less houses that do that if they are participating in well then you got to level up how, how is that one individual gonna level up against a fucking corporation like level that? up <laughs> um so, so what are your thoughts on this whole thing? So it, the, the reason they're not doing it is because of like- Supply the, chain. Supply chain with Andy talking about. <laughs> it's the cause of all of them. Um, and then obviously like, um, the cost of everything is going higher too. So it's just like, they don't have the labor, they don't have the, the raw materials to like do these upgrades now. And um, yeah, I guess they're just stepping away from it. Jeez. Uh... Yeah, this bottleneck bullshit is like, you know, like, at what point is this going to snap? Like, I mean, I hope like it snaps back is what they call it, like a snapback recovery. Like where it's like we just like get like the people there with the trucks, get the shit going. Like, because I don't know how much longer this, (laughs) like, yeah, it is kind of ridiculous. We're like arguing over like fucking infrastructure spending and it's like we ain't got the fucking infrastructure right now to get these boats in here no like let alone them, like this shit that's going to be built like you know over the course of like a decade yeah man i mean we're definitely i mean that back part was happened to the consuming right like they're definitely well that was the thing consuming. yeah yeah but like i but have, the, like yeah, the producing it. side like got hit hard and then they weren't prepared for the recovery and like the end is also the- change in behavior as well like not going out mm-hmm. so you're ordering a lot of stuff at home like online so yeah right i mean in the infrastructure bill is it i mean is the goal i mean we should be making more in the states no like we should be producing more like the imports that we get, whether it's like certain types of manufacturing, um, you know, clothing as well, like we outsource all that work. Yeah, um, what, what we need to be doing is opening up trade. Made, we should definitely focus on. Isn't that the exact opposite? Like, we're, if we're trading, then well, yeah. I guess you're, you're a winner. Awesome. We're a bigger winner. That's how that shit works. Everybody wins when we trade. Everybody wins when we trade yeah uh what's this, what's our setup for right now though are we not trading uh no we are but uh there's just we don't have like it's that trans-pacific partnership you know like that would have been uh free trade between all those countries no tariffs no nothing uh, but all those countries had to like meet certain obligations as far as like human rights climate change uh, stuff like that so it was like a negotiation right. but i'm telling you man yeah, I, yeah. we always win like people like to talk shit about um free trade and like nafta like like they shacked and the fool uh-huh. uh, but uh it, it, i'm telling you man we win we win you gotta regulate it make sure like uh you know china is mean- not just like dumping their fucking shitty steel in like in the country illegally like yeah regulate that but uh but yeah free trade we'll see man i definitely think um this next i i don't know i i guess i gotta find the article but um i think this supply chain is going to last a lot longer than we think they gotta send in the goddamn um, marines bro I, yeah, man, I'm surprised. Like we were talking about that. Like, how is this not a state emergency in LA? <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. LA and... Wait, wait. They did send someone in. They sent no, 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 no. I'm saying we were talking about that two weeks ago, uh, but uh, but uh, Biden did it's declare. Well, he is. I think they are sending in national guard, uh, but they also uh, declared that both LA and Long Beach, two biggest ports in the whole country um, that they now are working 24-7. So, right. and they he worked out a deal with UPS, FedEx, and Amazon 
to uh, get some of their like logistics and uh, workers to pitch in, and they'll get paid. So this, so he's trying, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like because the news isn't covering or or what. But like, he needs to get some optics down there. Where is this like a PR team? Get down there and like show us like some like Marines like like grabbing like pallets off of uh, boats, you know, and like shaking hands with like sailors. Yeah, optics go a long way. Yeah. Uh, um you think in the future they're just gonna try to automate them oh well yeah that's the thing is uh a lot of you know this money that's in this bill that we're negotiating uh against ourselves yet again um is you know gonna help like have like futurize our dots if that's the word futurize yeah yeah it is in the future bitch Yeah, I mean, I hope there's a healthy balance there. You know, obviously we want people to have jobs and, you know, make money. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we just got to pay attention to that shit. Like, now, like, if this is not a wake-up call, like, you know, what is, man? I feel like now's the time to fucking make these changes. And so if we can't fucking, if we're still arguing with ourselves, that's a, that's a bad sign. You heard it here first, America. The Wolfman has spoken. Now it's time to make these changes. Now it's time to break this supply chain. Now it's time. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's a re- Okay, man. Let's uh, end on a positive note. Um, any positivity currently happening in the what are you doing? I'm asking you. Like, uh, uh, I'm asking you because I know, you know. I yeah. thought you were going like NPR voice or like uh, like 199 uh, Big Tits or whatever. The, like, you know, like on the payphone used to dial in. Oh, man, back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. Um, positivity. Uh, okay. I'll just do it. Uh, my coworker. They started going on into my portfolio, and uh, there's this like rule: if like uh, a, a, an account hasn't placed an order in over two months, and you haven't called them within thirty days from that day, we've got a retention team, and they can go in and they can try to reactivate the account. However, apparently, my teammate thinks that they're on retention. And so I see, because I'm on point, like Stacey Adams, keep it cracking like pistachios. Um, <laughs> but so I see, like, you know, like in real time, her, or, um, there, uh, uh, t- changing my schedule, deleting it, and then putting their name in there, like on the, on the, yeah, CRM. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like looking at the notes and it's just complete horseshit. And then I like, I don't have a lot of these accounts. I got four, over 400 accounts. There's like three and it's on purpose. So good luck. But, um, uh, so she does that. So, or they do that. And I was like, you know what? I helped design the CRM, first of all. So I go into the customer tab. I, I switch it into uh, their name. I, I uh, check the filters and I put uh, sales tw- last 12 months, uh, last call date, and uh, and then inactive. So it has to be an inactive, which means I uh, haven't ordered in two months. And, and filtered it and then sorted it. So I would just go and, and I would I'd skip the ones that had zero dollars in the last 12 months, but if there was like a five G's, six G's last uh-huh. 12 months, and she, he, they hadn't called in 30 days, ooh, it was now in my schedule. That's wow. a seven to three scalp, and I was sophisticated <laughs> with it. it sounds like it, bro. <laughs> 
I called my manager before I even I, I already I already lined up the scalps, but uh, and I because oh this is what happened. She, they starts they start sending to customer service to delete to they say, they call it marking the account dead, which it means like uh it closed down or new ownership. She ha- sends it to the customer service to mark dead because that's like what they do. But it's my account. Right. And then she set up a new account in her their name. And then huh. and then uh, luckily I sit next to the head of the customer service department. She's this person's working remotely, the 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 ooh, Slytherin. Um, but uh <laughs> but uh so so when you create a new account, it automatically puts it in your name. So it's in their name, uh, the new account that she just like deleted mine, like as if like I wasn't gonna find out. And then the customer service department uh, just switched it into my name and didn't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw their the, like uh, they put a note in the account this morning in the new account. That's in my name. It's like, uh, somehow this got into Andy's name, and then the schedule got switched to Andy, and then she had deleted my schedule again and put her on there, or like, uh, like scheduled herself. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm sending these scalps in. Boom! I had the email ready, sent them, got them approved. Scalp, 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 and then I got assigned two new accounts today. Holler. Energy collapse. My teammate. It's my teammate. Um, yeah, man. Well, that's good. At least you got signed a new account. Yeah, I uh, nine. I I, I try to follow nine accounts because I got assigned to oh, to yeah. to my boys over a new business. I trained them all. Uh, I was the team lead before I moved. Uh, 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 but uh, they open up new accounts and then it goes into a rotation. Mm. Yeah, so I got two of those today on top of my scalps. Nice. We call those dividends. Hell yeah. I got paid dividends, uh, yeah. but full, oh. dis- full disclosure by Ericsson yesterday. I didn't even know. Let's go. I mean, yeah. what are you gonna like? Is that how long you've been investing in? Uh, six months. It doesn't matter, dude. Um, I got paid dividends from. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? It was a blue chip, but it was like um, if you purchased the shares before September thirtieth, and it was like September twenty second, uh, then you qualify for the dividend. So it's almost like a way to get people to buy in. Uh, what was that? Right. Was that Ericsson? Are they just buying me off? I don't know. Uh, but I just did the math on it and like the dividend was going to be like bring the cost down on the, where the share was at the time. You know, if I factored it in. Like, so, and then it would also just by itself bring my cost basis down. So I just bought more shares. Boom. Took my cost basis down. And then also got hit with the dividend times however many shares I had. Brought it down a little bit more. G's up. G's up. City boys up. Oh, um, uh, so I I was taking a a break from um, options. And by break, I mean like, you know, breather. I was getting my ass kicked by Halliburton. Um, but so, and I just needed to reassess. I need to like check out my portfolio, see what's going on. Like, you know, just not just keep throwing money, throwing money without like getting my bearings. But now I'm in two call options, right. two put options. Currently, ongoing right now. So I'll just leave it. I'll leave it here. You know, we don't have to go too hard on it. Um, but just full disclosure. Right. The the goody, yeah, positivity week. advice, the goody good advice, not advice, not a financial advisor, I, not not financial advice, um, but 
Yeah, and it's too late for you, for you too late for y'all to get in on this anyways. <laughs> I got it yeah. on the sneak tip. But um okay, so the two call options, so I'm betting that the stock's going to go up. Uh I had like some loose change uh around so I bought two contracts, which is 100 shares each. Um Zenga, that's right. Zenga, the cell phone game company, words with friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh it's just really cheap. So you can get like a, a real, like I spent like 38 bucks on the two contracts, you know, but it's, it's really undervalued right now, according to my research. Um, and then the other one was Verizon. You know why I did a call option on Verizon? I did it today. And why did I do it people? Because the baggage handler has a call option on AT&T. That's right. So my dad, we worked for GTE, and then it became Verizon. So I've always like had this bias, but the baggage handler keeps talking about his AT and T call option, and I was like, "That's a shitty ass company, dude." Uh-huh. And they just like bought it OAN, like the like Fox News degenerate little brother. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so he kept he was talking about it today. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> and I transferred, I, I even transferred funds into my, because I, I was waiting on settled cash and uh, <laughs> I was waiting on settled cash. And so, no, no. yes, so I, uh, so I got three, three scalps out on uh, Verizon. Well, not really scalps. These are call options, betting on it to go up and it's already up over my uh, strike price. So uh, that's sick. Yeah. And then I got two put options, shorting them. That's right. I got the baggage handler holding my bags, and I'm back on the flight, American Airlines, short. And then, yeah, uh, on that flight. and I, you know, I know it, it, this might be cyberbullying at this point, but also Deutsche Bank, short. <laughs> oh, Deutsche Bank. And the fidelity like, says they're very bullish on it. It's like a nine score out of ten, bullish assholes. <laughs> I'm glad you're back in the options game, man. Sounds like you're killing it. I need options on my options. Options. All right, man. Let's let's wrap it up here. And then uh, we'll uh, see where you're at next week. See what else the the bear juke collects. Spoiler, it's out. All right, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be all right, everyone, you've been talk shit again off the pod. Catch us next week for, Nick for uh, a new episode and uh, for some more info.